Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now our story continues. Today, David Bowman had driven to Three Falls to see his niece, Kit Calvert, at the women's prison. David's desire to think the best of Kit, coupled with Kit's cleverness, made it easy for her to deceive the kind old bachelor, and it was this deception which Kit hoped would make her David's heir. She needed David's money now that her father had disinherited her. Only a few moments have passed since the matron has left her prisoner, Kit, talking to David in the visitor's room. Yes, Kit, I'm delighted with the report Colonel Pearson gave me. I feel that in no time at all we can make an appeal for a special hearing with the parole board. If I can last that long, Uncle David. Now, now, you mustn't be getting discouraged, my dear. I, I talked to Mrs. Emerson, too. Everything is very hopeful, believe me. And perhaps it seems that way to you. You won't be going back into a prison room after you leave here. You'll be getting in your car and driving out on an open road going back to your comfortable home. You'll be free. Please, Kit. I feel bad enough about your being here. I I'm sorry, darling. I shouldn't have said that. But it's much easier to measure days and weeks in terms of your living conditions than in terms of mine. Yes. It has been terribly difficult for you, hasn't it, Kit? Oh, I, I suppose it could have been worse. They managed to keep you busy. The days haven't been too bad. The nights... If I could just sleep, didn't have to think all the time. Uncle David, how's Randy? Uh, Randy? Why, he's fine. Have you talked to him? Yes, not as often as I'd like. He's awfully busy, you know, with the new model home. But he, he always asks about you. Kit, tell me about the class you're conducting. Mrs. Emerson and the warden seem quite enthusiastic about it. Oh, there isn't much to tell, Uncle David. It's a class in... Well, in manners, I guess you'd call it, for want of a better name. Mm -hmm. I try to instruct the prisoners in some of the social graces. How to talk, what to wear, how to use makeup properly. It isn't much, but then there isn't much that I'm equipped to do outside of that. I think it's fine. It gives them something they need. I wonder. Of course it does. 
But the important thing for you is that you have an opportunity to do something. Now that you feel the need for expressing yourself towards others, you could be very miserable being denied that expression. Dr. Whitney says it's most important for you. Oh, I, I didn't know you talked to Dr. Whitney. No, I didn't. But he's talked to both Mrs. Emerson and Colonel Pearson. I'm sure you have a very good friend in Dr. Whitney. He's been very nice. Well, I feel that through him we'll be able to get the special parole hearing. Colonel Pearson told me that Dr. Whitney thinks it's most important that you be released as soon as possible. He feels that an overlong confinement here could be very detrimental to your permanent recovery. Yes, I know. We've talked about that possibility quite a lot. That's the reason... to look forward to the day when you'll be home again and can start living a normal, helpful life. I know that's what you want to do, and I feel certain that it won't be too long until you can. Well, that's what I try to do. You uh, made an excellent impression on Dr. Whitney. He'll do everything he can for you. I'm sure he'll be asked to testify at the hearing, and you can count on him. That'll be very much in your favor. Of course, you know that I'll do all I can. I know some of the members of the board. I wouldn't attempt to influence them, but I feel that they'll be inclined to give as favorable a ruling as possible. I suppose that... Kit, are you worried about something, something else? I thought the news I've had for you would make you, well, at least more hopeful. But you seem so depressed. After all, Uncle David, it's hardly news to me. I've known pretty much what the situation is here at the prison. I wish I could be as hopeful about the situation in Wakefield. Why, what do you mean, Kit? If you're worried because of your father, because of the break between Ben and you, you must know that I want you to come to my home. I'll do all that I can to make it your home. Thank you, Uncle David. But it isn't that. A while ago, when I asked you about Randy, you seemed to hesitate. I think I know the reason. Randy is seeing Lily Devon, isn't he? Why, uh... Oh, there's no need to try and deceive me. I saw an item in Georgie Stewart's column. But you should know that, since it was you who subscribed for the Sentinel to be sent to me. It's true, isn't it? Oh, but, Kit, you know how Georgie is. He says anything in that column that... Uncle was... David, have you seen Randy with Lily? Well, yes, Kit. As a matter of fact, they were at my house the other night. I had a little party after the opening of Randy's model home. However, it wasn't Randy's idea to bring her. Peggy suggested it. Peggy suggested it? Yes, I met her in I might have known it. Yes, it would be just like her. But, Kit, I... Oh, I know we don't agree on Peggy, Uncle David. But she's never liked me. Nothing would make her any happier than to know that she's prevented Randy from living up to his promise. Kit, you're doing Peggy an injustice. Oh, no, I'm not. If she thought that I meant anything to Randy, she'd do anything... Kit, you don't realize what you're saying. You're getting yourself upset over nothing. I'm sorry, Uncle David. You're right. I am getting upset. And I shouldn't have said that about Peggy. But I keep remembering how she felt about me before. When we had that trouble over Bill. Peggy's a sweet girl. Heaven knows I gave her plenty of reason to dislike me. Try to forget I said it, Uncle David. But I do worry, and I suppose I imagine things. Of course you do. It's, it's only natural. 
but I'm sure that you have no real reason to feel that there's anything more between Randy and Lily than just a casual friendship. I watched them together at my house the other night, and that's all it seemed to be. You're only saying that to placate me. Lily's an attractive girl, and she's there where Randy can see her, and I'm not. I can't see him. I'm locked up. I have to get out of here, Uncle David. Now, now, you're going to get out. Just remember that. Don't dwell on these things that cause doubts and upset you. They can't help, and they may do a great deal of damage. Now, I've talked to the warden and to the superintendent. They've both assured me that your case is very hopeful, and I'll push it along just as fast as I can. I'm sure, Kit, that you'll be out of here in just a few months. Kit's mood of depression had grown steadily after David's visit, and his words kept pounding in her troubled mind. You'll be out in just a few months. Months. They seemed like years to her. Now it is late evening, and Kit tosses restlessly on her bed, tormented by the regular easy breathing of her roommate, Mickey Gray, who is sleeping in the other bed in the darkened room. If I could only sleep the way Mickey does. The nights. They're the worst of all. Uncle David said you'll be out in just a few months. Just a few months of nights like this. Months. I'll go nuts. Yes, I'll go nuts, crazy. I'll go crazy again. Then what'll happen? It'll be all to do over again. Randy would never wait. Perhaps he won't wait as it is. He'll get tired of waiting. He'll be seeing more of that Lily Devon. He's only human. She's pretty. She's a woman. He'll never wait for me. Months. Anything can happen in a month, a week, a day. Kit. No, no, I can't stand it. I won't stand it. Kit, what's the matter? Go away, don't touch me. Kit, if this is a gag, it's a very bad one. You want to clear all your chances? Go away. Kit, it isn't a gag, is it? Go away. Kit, this is Mickey. Don't hold me like this. Everybody wants to hold me. Stop it, stop it. Kit, be quiet. You'll wake up the whole prison. Stop it. As Kit's screams continued, a fever of excitement ran through the other prisoners in the ward. Nerves strained by long confinement became taut and began to break. Calls of shut up and get her out of here were mixed with shouts and answering screams. Brilliant lights announced the arrival of the matron, and quickly, at Mickey's direction, Kit's door was unlocked and the hysterical girl was led from the room. Had Kit's fears been true? Had her terrifying illness returned? <laughs> 